Hello there, welcome to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Kekka, right, how Rusty. excited were you? The welcome home parade for our Olympians. Let me tell you, Rusty, now you're intelligent, our viewing audience is intelligent. Can you believe this? The temerity of our civic leaders in this country, on the back of the worst ever performance in Olympic history, they have the temerity of now giving a ticker tape parade to the underperformed athletes. But not many of them turned up. Yeah, of course, they'd be too embarrassed. What else? Ah. Well. Wow. This is Cop absurd. It's Cop absurd. That. Yes, fair. Let's Hush. raise the bar a bit. Get better. Tonight on the show, we'll get better as well. It must be close to September because the wobblies are wobbling, Stos is staggering, Falau is floundering. And the referees are just playing... What's the word for the referees? They are struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were going to say Scheisenhausen. But Mac Burke also drops in to talk a bit of rugby. It's all brought to you by sportingbet.com.au. Take it away, Sammy. Yeah, mate. Uh, first of all, the Bledisloe Cup match, which we're all hopeful, hopeful that we could finally break that uh, all-black nexus. But again, 27-19, they went down in Sydney. The scoreline looks out. But they were the most ordinary of ordinary Wallaby side that I've ever, ever seen. Well, and they've got to try and back it up. And they've got, nah, well, out of form, Kirtley Beal, David Pocock's oh. not playing. Hey, what about the turnovers? They're saying they've got to bring Quade Cooper back. Well, Every, they've got to. The critics are coming out. They're saying that the coach, Robbie Deans, is coaching not to lose rather than coaching to win. Well, He's trying to defend. As soon Look, as they had the Harker, they were just completely uh, psychologically I mean, beaten. The All Blacks switched off. They, Don't brutalized. Get they could have won 50-10. Then they probably they will this week. If they put the foot down this weekend in New Zealand, the All Blacks will... We'll rack up a score. But, Rusty, you know what it's ever, what's evident, even for, uh, you know, novices like a dumb me. Dumb bloke like you. OK, I'll, yeah. I'll concede that. No, All right, I'm not a great uh, union uh, connoisseur. But smart. I do understand one thing. Yes. I do understand the game. But let me tell you, the thing that is evident, the All Blacks move around quickly to a scrum. They spread quickly. Ours are like floundering big D9s. Can't get around the track. The criticism of NRL match officials are getting louder and louder every week, and justifiably so, because controversial decisions are aplenty. People are shaking their heads, officials are shaking their heads, punters have got no idea. I've got what the should answer. the ARL Commission do? I've got the answer, and the answer is quite simple. And it's and it's been And it's obstruction and we'll, decoy we'll runners. Just calm down there, Skipper. How is it that a referee on the field who is bad, he gets sacked, dumped, and he retires? all of a sudden gets a free kick up into the video referee's box. If you're a bad referee, you're also going to be a bad video referee. Case in point? Harrigan. Hampstead and Russell Smith. Should not be allowed upstairs. And now they make blunder after blunder but after blunder. who's the blunder. boss of the referees? Harrigan and Stuart Raper. They, should, much, be, much they should be putting ex-players upstairs who can read the play better than the referees. It's not about the technicalities of whether the try was scored by an nth degree or whether... It's about whether the player involved would have stopped the try being scored. Can yes or no? I want to ask yes. you a simple question, which all the viewers will ask. ask. The two areas of, of uh, contention are obstruction yes. and the decoy runner. Yes. Well, hang on, you've got to cut the referee some slack yeah, that's what because it's a matter of contention the there. Know where, the players know whether someone's ja, ja, you know, putting their hands up just to but try and suck a But they're subject to interpretation a lot of these rules. They've got so to be the more AFL, definitive. I hope you all followed Kekker and I on the weekend. The Kangaroos beat Collingwood. Swanee's uh, covered the line. So Sydney now sit atop of the ladder. Last week, Mick Malthouse labelled them imposters. Now, should he be eating a humble sandwich? Right about he now? should be eating something. I don't know what a sandwich is the right thing, Rusty, but uh, I think he would like to sort of eat those words 
and have another crack at uh, his assessment. The Swans have been terrific. And why have they been good? I'll tell you why. Because in all the competition, they have the most players that are rotational through the midfield. Mm -hmm. They've got something that very few other sides have. They've got a key centre-half forward in Sam Reid. Adam Goods is coming good. They've got a couple of good key defenders and they're very good in and under. So they're a very, very good tight-knit side. They're well coached by mm -hmm. Johnny Longmire. And let me tell you, they've got a great spirit and a firm belief. So they're a very good side. And they Whether they're the best side, i doubtful. But, but that's the thing. You don't need to be the best... Uh, have the best players to win. You need to be the best team on the day. Now, St Kilda were never the best side, but made two grand finals. Yes. Sydney and the West Coast were the toughest side in those eras and they made grand finals and they finished up winning them. Sydney are the team that should be given very credit good for side, what they doing. Very good side in the NRL. And after Manly beat and ordering Newcastle on the weekend, many are now claiming the Sea Eagles are the team to beat for the title. But what about the doggies, Rusty? Same what about the Storm? No, no. The dogs are the same as the Swans. They've won 12 in a row. You can't but win games. If you win 12, you should be Premiership favourites. They're on top of the ladder. Melbourne Storm led by, what, six or eight points mid-season? Got run down by the Bulldogs. Bulldogs are playing attractive football. The Tigers had a million and one chances to win on the weekend. Still couldn't beat them. Krizan who kicks the field goal with a minute left on the clock. They win. Would that they... be the promoter's dream, having Manly and uh, Canterbury? Oh, absolutely. But my point Hasler being... Tooby opposed. My point being, do not try and find a team to beat the teams that are in form. And they're talking about the losses that teams need to have. <laughs> that is rubbish. It is rubbish. I agree with you there. That's it's the smartest thing rubbish. you've said. Things that people, when they say with the loss that they needed to have or, you know, they need to turn off for a while. You don't flirt with form. You go for broke. So the Bulldogs and the Swans, go and have yourself a multi and see how you go. If the planets align, it looks as though both Johan Blake and Usain Bolt will be coming out to play a few games in the Big Bash League this summer. They're not recognised cricketers, we all know that, but they're also superstars. So is it good or bad for this competition? I quite frankly don't care, but I'll tell you what I'd love to see them. If they do both decide to play, I'd love to see them both run out on the opening game for a duck. Because I know they're going to attract 20,000 people, so what, all on, of which don't on. even remotely have anything to do with cricket. It's a big entertainment schmozzle, theatrics. I'm not into that, all that... You're not into entertainment. Platitude, slogans and you're, deception. You're not into I'm it. into content. OK, so your lamb ads, which have been going for nine years, have been all about... Now, move on. I think they'll be bubble. very good for our you're game. You're dressed up in a, and you have I some old tart holding a mirror up and getting a I tan. I think both these will be great for this game and I think it's a great <laughs> concept. Do you know what did I say before? I forgot. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. You're, both, you're breaking up. You and Donald Trump have got no hair to share. Uh, no, look. You're in New York. You're going we, around... I think we might revisit this topic. The US Open tennis starts later this week. And defending champ Sam Stosen goes into the tournament with very patchy form. Being beaten in Cincinnati in the quarterfinals by... Beaten, ben, you beaten you, you don't know that, but I'm telling you that. Has she any hope of defending a crown? She's, yeah. How? She's a hope. She's in the competition. She's ranked up the top half a dozen. You're going terrific for 15 minutes. Will she win and yes. will she defend it? No, of course she won't. But is she a hope? Of course she's a hope. Because the women's tennis, there's only half a dozen that can win. She's oh. one of them. Serena, Venus, Kvitova, Sharapova. You got them right. Maybe that's about it. There'll you might a, yeah. find one or two others out wide. Who's the wild card? Wozniacki. No, but she is. Yeah, no. well, what I'm saying Lee is, you, you get to the quarterfinals, you've won three games, you're on a bit of a roll, yeah. or four games, you're on a bit of a roll. Then it's just, who am I playing against? Do I, I read a quote from Sam. I watched the interview. I'd love her to make the semis. She's adamant she can win it, which is good, positive frame of mind. Because you never see Sam really well, coming what, out front and saying, yes, say? I can win it, I am strong. What eh? is she going to say? I can't win this. I'm no, no, she's normally very, very uh, conservative. Timber. 
She's not up on her, up on her back. She's, uh, but this time, but mate, she's got a bit of more room tennis. for a bit of punch in her voice. You wouldn't boys. believe that the US Open is starting. Is that little publicity about that? I'll tell you what, there's a lot of publicity about. Newcastle EPL manager Alan Pardew angrily pushing a match official on the sideline. Have a look at this and you make your own assumptions. How bad is it? And what would you think? I mean, he's giving well, him a whack. I'll tell you what's like going to happen. One of them. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going to happen. He's going to cop four weeks up in the sidelines. But had that happened, you know what? He addressed his players and said, "I want you to, you know, I want you to remain cool out there. I want you to uh, divulge some of the Olympic spirit that's been prevalent over the past two weeks." Mm. Now the players were very good in the execution of mm. uh, of all that, and in fact, they won the game two one over t- uh, who was it? Newcastle United beat Tottenham, I think. From memory, I forget now. Spurs. T- Spurs, was yeah, it? Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur. Well, okay. They, they won two one, which was fantastic. But his uh, attack on the uh, on the linesman was premeditated, and if you watch it very closely, what would happen in the immediate... NRL? What would happen in the NRL? IFL? Well, umpires, umpires and referees are sacrosanct, sacrosanct per game. Sacrosanct. sacrosanct. You don't touch anyone in white. Well, this, guy was, what? this guy was a reserve referee. Doesn't matter. He's system. still an official. That's very system. important to the game. So he's had a couple four or five weeks wrong. up in the stands where he, he was belonged. out. So no, it's kidding. irrelevant. Okay. It's not for him to be That's the headlines. That. Next up, the Wallabies were so bad on the weekend we couldn't do them justice. So we've invited the man that has a trophy named after him, Matthew Burke. Wallaby number 741 is coming on this show. But what's he going to tell us that we haven't already told him? He Probably could... nothing, but he looks a lot better than us. He's still got his own hair. Put your glasses on. I want to look at you with your new glasses. Look at, new glasses. Look at this. Friend of the eye specialist, Coles and Garrard. Look at that. Yeah, chicks dig this. Now you know for the last five years why I've had trouble here. We're very lucky here at PTI because Robbie Deans wants this bloke to line up in jumper number 15 this weekend against the All Blacks. But uh, Matthew Burke, <laughs> you said no way. No chance. Not <laughs> at the moment. 26 years in Auckland. They haven't still won. Now you were there Saturday night. Never won in Auckland. Never won in Auckland. Never won in Auckland. I was, part, so, I was part of the 26 years. Yeah. yeah just quickly. Off air, he was bit. most of the reason that they didn't win in those 26 years. That, nothing's improved, believe me. Sure. But off air, we're talking about the uh, game Saturday night. And you were at the game with five others. Just tell me what, what five happened. Five other experts. About that boys. incident in the goal line when that's Absolutely. Part. Tell just, me what happened. Just, just tell what, the viewers. We, we were watching it all unfold. And, and, and Who's more, we? Who are the five? Daniel Herbert, uh, Giff, uh, and, um, Dave Giffen, Adam Fryer, Sterling Mortlock. And we're watching just the skill level. And it was just, it was lower. It, it was poor. It was what we expected from... An under 12s team, so to speak. And what were the comments passed among you when that? They're uh, pretty ordinary. Just no, play the transgression, smart. The trans- play smart. Play smart. Play so smart. They, went, they went pass, 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 and all of a sudden, even Daniel Herbert. I mean, he did, he never kicked the ball, and he said, "Boy, he's just kicked the leather off it." You know, just the point I'm making, Rush, field. And Burke, the point I'm making is this is endemic in all our sporting codes, because the wrong people are in the wrong places yeah. adjudicating our game. The same with swimming. The same we've got no tennis players. We've got no athletes. Because mm. bureaucracy has overrun us. We need people like you in the position where you can make that assessment. But I reckon it's not we'll hard. improve. Though. It's not hard, though. I mean, it's, it's about playing smart in any game and understanding what you need to do. And obviously coming up against a good team, so don't give them any out to make it easy for them. But at the same time, you said it yourself, haven't beaten them for a 1,000 years. Mm. Got to try, you've got to do pull something. something out of the bag of tricks that we... I remember in the World Cup final in 2003, the, the cross-field bomb when Lottie scored the mm. try. And everyone said, where does that come from? Yeah. Why don't we try some some things differently rather than the stock standard go for the penalty goal? You're not going to win a game against the All Blacks 3-0. No, true. Uh, but we went, uh, at one stage, yeah, the Wallabies went pass, pass, pass. 
I mean, the passing looked great, but we went no, the Wallabies went nowhere, and all of a sudden Digby Wani had a metre on the sideline and got thrown over the sideline by mm. uh, one of the massive humans from the, like the Kiwis. But, but what's Nathan Sharp doing two out in the back line and being second receiver off two passes and going two steps and getting smashed? I mean, well, give me something. But then the, the, the back end of that, I mean, Sharp is a great bloke. He's played 100-odd test matches. Put Rob Simmons in there for, to start with. Sharp, I mean, he's retired three times. He's retired three times, but there's no-one else around. So put him in there. Put... Put Rob but there's Simmons no one in there else around. Go. Bad he's luck. De- he's Find coaching, someone. Is Dean's coaching conservatively, just trying to uh, minimise the uh, the fallout? I, th- I think that I think the skill level is what we're worried about, as in what everyone's worried about. Saying there's there's nothing on show that we can look and go right. They're attacking here, here, or here. It's just sort of do your best, boys, and, and well, hang let's on. go forward. Forget about that uh, carnage. What about going forward? We've got to we've got to regroup in the next seven days. Yeah. Genny is captain now. No Pocock. No Pocock. What do you what do you uh, what's your forecast? No Pocock. Uh, who do they put in there? Do, do they put a young guy called Michael Hooper in there from the Brumbies who's uh, relatively inexperienced, but he could just... I mean, you might need that inexperienced and enthusiasm Clear. just to have a crack. Um, what about the other superstar, Quade Cooper? What do you do with him? Uh, he's got to start, I reckon. Um, you know, all the talk was last week saying, no, he's not around, but you know, going back to Auckland, the, the scene of the, the famous booing, so to speak, in that semi-final, he has to play just to spark something, but put someone beside him that's going to relieve the, the pressure as well. Maybe it could be Beric Barnes at 12, but the centres didn't work last week. Kirtley sure. Beale, after the game, tweeted that he... And this is endemic of our society, and they were all big on Twitter, me yeah. no more. Um, <laughs> well, he's tweeted... My Irish friends... Subject to a police investigation. Happy, happy O'Reilly to you all. Is that St Pat's Day yet? Can I wish them happy oh, St Pat's Day? Oh, um, FBI. He tweets that he's had a, a... Just won another game, just won another chance, and then Sonny Bill Williams, it's OK, bro, that mm. sort of... Eh, please, just harden up and cop it on the chin. Self-promotion. And, and the one that got me was after the game. I think that... yeah, And, and, they, and they call these guys Sonny and Dan and Richie. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. It's, it's, it's McCaw and Williams and, and Carter. Um, at the back of that, there was a, a chat at the end of the game. And I understand that they're mates. I understand that. But you've got to live the hurt for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Not, not just there and there Mate, on get the tr- Cut their salary by half. Take them to boot camp. Yes, no. In the trenches, over yeah. the parapet, draw bayonets and charge no. an enemy down. That's what we need to I, do. I agree with the whole incentive. You mm. blokes win, we all share in the loot. And if you For blokes sure. loot, sure. lose, we're all queuing up at the... Uh you know, mash in peace counter. It certainly would make a uh, for desperate times, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So. What about the comp? It's, well, Argentina and mm. uh, South, South Africa. South Africa, Argentina. What did you make of that? Uh, I think Argentina realised how quick the game is that New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa will play, and so South Africa were we're okay without being special the other night. Mornay Stain kicks the goals and the rest of it. So. Yeah, there are a couple of things out of that. I think we've got to reduce the, the number of points for a penalty goal and that kind of stuff. You can't You're only kicking. protecting your world record <laughs> point scoring. <laughs> exactly. I know you have a hidden agenda, I was Matthew. I the first one to run up there That's and say, Australia, that, let me <laughs> tell you. Let's go for three. It's not good, is <laughs> it's it? It's not good. He's it's on be... 750 <laughs> in the bloke's basket. Yeah. But on, a... <laughs> on that, what is going to happen this weekend at Eden Park? Haven't won there for 26 years. And it will be another year, I, I, I suspect. You know, they, they weren't great the other night, the All Blacks. They played two outstanding plays, left-hand side, right-hand side. Uh, Aussies were were pretty poor. They they've already said they don't want to do another. What about him protecting his gravy tray? Not only that, (laughs) he tells me off air that. In the old days, you'd get like ten or 15,000 cash to do a gig out there. Nowadays, you can't even get one for 500 a and a packet of chips. He can will you? if he keeps his record intact. Can you, yeah, exactly. Can you look after me? You, you've oh, got the connections, got, haven't you? You used to be very good. Yeah, he doesn't um, Twitter anymore. You know no. why? Don't Twitter. <laughs> Nil by at Russ Barwick anymore. But if you want to Twitter us, there it is, at twitter.com forward slash PTI Oz. And Berkey's got a Twitter address as well, which is? 
uh, at Berkey 710. 710th Wallaby to ever play for Australia. Uh, next up, the Boogies board comes out for some odds makers. We'll frame some markets on the Scott brothers winning the AFL. Socceroos missing Brazil. And can an NRL team win the comp from outside the top four? You've really got a, you've got a betting identity crisis when you need a Twitter account to uh, promote yourself, let me tell you. Oak. I ain't got one. Oak. 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 Everything's <laughs> Oak in here. Don't worry about that. <laughs> here we go. What are the odds? We give our take on some fictional betting markets and with a bit of luck you might be able to get these odds on sportingbet.com.au. But first up, both Geelong and North Melbourne are flying at the moment, heading into September. Both have an almost identical record for the year so far. So what are the odds a Scott brother, Chris or Brad, wins the flag? Oh, I'm not, I I not going to say they meet in the grand final, well, but what are the odds they well, it's win the flag? Bet, you know, a couple of weeks out from the finals because they might, uh, might not get the chance. But I think there's a distinct possibility. I think it's about a... You're five kidding. to one chance. Oh, you're an absolute fool. Geelong are about eight to one to win the flag, yeah. and Kangaroos are twenty to one. And who sets the odds? Well, I set the odds. That's the problem with our sport. There is absolutely people that don't know anything about the game set the odds. Well, I know the game. I'm telling you, one of those two will win the flag. There's a fair chance, and I have a sneaking suspicion it'll be the Kangaroos. There's a fair chance they'll meet in the first week of the finals. Well, then I hope not. Then they'll play <laughs> each other. One of them's out already, so it's 100 to 1 it's going to happen. It's a lovely fairy tale story, oh, but it's not going to happen. I'm assuming that they're never going to meet. See, two weeks after the finals, you misinterpreted what I'm saying. We're about to see the first NRL finals system under the new and more better format. The top four play each other. More better is a word too, by the way. And the bottom four word. play each other in week one. You know what I mean. Top four, bottom four. So what are the odds a team from outside the top four wins it? So hey. we're potentially talking Canberra. I understand what you're saying. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, West Tigers, maybe? Cowboys. No, ca yeah. Well, they, they might they, be they in might be the top there. four. Brisbane. Brisbane. What do you reckon? Uh, 50 to 1. Yeah, I agree. Or you agree. I reckon that's a rank outsider. Well, because the Melbourne Storm and the Bulldogs oh, are going to get home Bulldogs. finals. They're going to get home finals. Uh, so I'm going to say 25 to 1. You say 25, I'll say 50. It's okay. a remote. It's remote not going to It's yeah. not going to happen. Quite, it's not going to happen. Sharks might be a fly in the ointment, quite simply because they're playing OK football. Yeah. But anyone who goes to Melbourne going to get beat. Anyone who goes to the Cowboys going to get beat. And the Bulldogs are I think we've nailed win. that one. Israel Folau is copying it again. In fact, copped it from our producer behind the ear <laughs> for being out of his depth in the AFL. So <clears> what are the odds he goes back to NRL as soon as next season? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt of... 50 to 1 for me. Next two years. 50 to 1... It's a, he won't go back. He will stay at GWS. Yeah. Because whilst he's still a work in progress and the doomsayers are saying that he's a wasted space, I'm telling you he's got the ability to play the game. But the thing that he has to know, and this is where it is an inherent quality, he just needs to know how to read the game and be in the right position so he can contest. At the moment, he's in no man's land. But he's learning that. Me. I reckon it's a three-to-one chance. And the reason I say this is because the new NRL rights deal is going to mean that competitive-wise, money-wise, there'll be another sponsor coming. going to get coming. grand. He still might get $700,000 in the new deal, and that's going to make him want to come back and play at a level that he's used I don't to. Think, I think he want to prove to himself he'll be well looked after by the AFL. Yeah, but he's in the reserves. He didn't like that. The Socceroos last week had a poor loss to Scotland, and in their first World Cup qualifiers, the two of them, they've been held to draws. So what are the odds they don't qualify for the next World Cup in 2014? Oh, 20 to 1. You serious? Yeah, yeah, Even money? 
They'll definitely qualify. No, they're, they're, even money, they won't qualify. I'm telling you, they will qualify. There so you reckon they're fives on to qualify? Yes, they are. How? What did I say? Twenty. Oh, sorry, I missed. Yeah, five, twenty to one. Yeah. not to qualify. Yeah, they will. Means fives on to qualify. Fives on to qualify. Very confusing. But my well, point being, because they're in a group, they, they're going to. No, improve. but it's an old list. You got Harry playing. Whoop whoop. You got Forget Lucas about playing. Uh, whoop whoop. You got Timmy Cale playing. Whoop whoop. None of them playing any high-level football. No, but they'll bring, they'll come together. Osiak's got a very, very good young list. Holger's gone camping, hasn't been yeah, seen. Yeah, I know, because it's only early doors. But I'm telling you, they're in a group that can, that'll just swim through. Some terrific things to have a look at there. Odds are done. Have a look at the Scott brothers winning the flag. Won't happen. Won't happen outside the top Will four. Will happen. Falau and yeah. also the Socceroos. Easy Odds is done. Big finish is up next in our Sporting Bet Best Bets. Well, I reckon that uh, you're wrong. I'm never wrong. Happy birthday this week to the NRL's Morris Twins, Brett and Josh. Both 26. Oh, but unfortunately, both of, them will... are, both of them are 26, are they? <laughs> they are. God, I'm glad you're on our team. Happy anniversary to the Shark. 15 years ago, Greg Norman won his last PGA tournament, the World Series of Golf, where he won by four shots from Phil Mickelson. Still the best golfer in Australia by a long way, and happy trails to Warriors coach Brian McClendon. He and the New Zealand club have parted ways, would you believe, after a horror season following the Warriors' grand final appearance last season? The shortest uh, stint as a full-time coach in the history of the NRL. Now for the big finish, and in one of the biggest EPL transfers in a long, long time. Surprisingly, Robin Van Persie was sold by Arsenal to Man United. I can't believe they did that. Man, you lost 1-0, by the way, to Everton. You've got to ask yourself the question, is Arsene Wenger a player man, uh, manager of the club yeah, exactly. or a player agent? Yeah. To cricket in England has lost the Test Series 2-0 to South Africa. And in the process, the Proteus are now the new number one Test nation in the world. Is the Poms goal nearer to an end, do you reckon? Yes. No, Gone, no, no. the Poms. They can't win everything. And in one of the most courageous performances in any sport this year, Casey Stoner rode the Indianapolis Grand Prix after fracturing his ankle in qualifying. Not only did he ride, but he managed fourth to boot. He has made of the right stuff. And not only that, but he tore knee ligaments as well. The quote of the week this week comes from Wallaby winger Digby Ione, prior to the Bledisloe Cup match. And this is what he said, and I quote, It is up to us not to make those easy mistakes. And what did they do, Russell? Made a billion of them. Thank you. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. Why quit when you're ahead? I like Sydney to beat Hawthorne at the SCG. And this was our things. Collingwood can bounce back and knock off the Eagles. And Sporting Bet thinks the All Blacks will win 13-plus over the Wobblies. That's just about it. Jump onto iTunes, download the podcast. You know too much. Russ and Kekker is never enough. And uh, I'm Russell Barley. And as always, I'm Sam Kekovich, and more importantly, you know it makes sense. It does. It does. Now, the other thing, Condoleezza Rice, now uh, the first ever woman member of the US Masters.